Hi there, welcome to Shiloh Tabernacle London. We're located in South East London in Woolwich Dockyard, Block 1, Unit 9, Dockyard Industrial Estate, Woolwich Church Street, SC18 5PQ. Join us for our Bible study every Friday from 7.30 to 9pm and you can't miss our Sunday services packed with prayer, vibrant worship and a powerful word. First service is 9am to 10.30 followed by our family service from 10.30 to 12.30. And now for the best part, let's get into the word. Yeah, so now I just want us to continue in, um, in prayer uh, in the word. And um, uh, I know that most of us are in prayer, in a session of prayer, in a season of prayer and fasting. But, um, so I just want us to talk about prayer and faith. You know, if we are praying and we don't have faith, then we, we, it's like we are writing on water. Because a prayer and a faith have got to go hand in hand. As a matter of fact, when uh, uh, Pastor Masasu was finishing and closing the prayer, he, he, he led us in a, in, in a prayer saying that we believe that we have received everything that we have prayed for. And that's what Jesus taught. Jesus taught and said that whenever we pray, we must believe that we have received that which we have, you know, asked for. You must believe. Hallelujah. You must believe. You must be a man and woman of faith during this season of prayer and beyond, you know, faith should be what describes you. Faith should be what um, defines you as the child of God in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Hallelujah. We have faith in him, faith in him. Uh, Paul says uh, that I have fought a good fight. You know, I've fought a good fight of faith and I have kept the faith. So whatever happens, Make sure that you keep the faith because the, the, the assault on us, the assault on the church is all about faith. It's all about faith. The devil assaults us so that we may doubt uh, the, the word of God, so that we can doubt God. And that's what even when he was uh, tempting our Lord Jesus Christ in the, God, in, the, um, in, in the wilderness, he was about his faith. He wanted, you know, he was, uh, he wanted to sow seeds of discord in him. Do you believe that you are a son of God? If you are the son of God, do this. If you are the son of God, command the stones to, uh, to turn into bread. If you are the son of God, jump from on high and the angels, and the angels will, 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 uh, will, will, will be there to, to hold you so that you don't hit you know, yourself on the, on the ground. All that was you know, trying to, um, to instill doubt, the doubt in his father, doubt in himself. But in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, we are going to keep the faith in the name of Jesus. We are going to keep the faith. And during this season of prayer, you need to have faith. You need to pray with faith. Hallelujah. Through it all, through it all, I can guarantee you that it is well. It is well with you. It is well with you. That is the kind of faith that Paul had when he said, the love of nothing can separate me from the love of God. He said, I am persuaded. I am fully persuaded. There was no doubt in him. There's no scintilla of doubt in him. So you as a child of God cannot afford doubt as we pray. Whenever we pray, uh, you know, and then get out of prayer, then get into reality, then reality hits. The devil begins to show you this and that. And just like he, he took Jesus Christ on that pinnacle and showed him the whole world in just in one, <laughs> one session. <laughs> so he then he, he, he your, your mind begins to travel you travel from the children you travel to the husband you travel to the wife you travel to the debts and you know and you have just been in prayer 
So that means that everything that you have been praying for, it's, it's like you have canceled it out. You understand? So irrespective of what we see, irrespective of what we see, that's why the Bible says that we walk by what? We do not walk by, uh, we, we walk by faith and not by sight. Not by sight. So even in prayer, we need to, during this season, as we are praying, you need to be a man and woman of faith. Hallelujah. It is already well with you. Just, you know, know that. You need to know it in your, in your knower. During this pandemic, it is well with you. Yes, some of us have lost loved ones, and that's terrible. There's nothing that, you know, that um, somebody, anybody can tell you um, during that season, during that time. Only God alone can comfort you. But even then, we do not lose faith in him. Hallelujah. Maybe you have lost your livelihood. Maybe it's your job that you have lost. Maybe that you are sick in your body. That does not mean that God is not on the throne. He's still on the throne. And we continue to profess him. And we continue to confess that it is well. By faith, we confess that we are well. That it is well in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. We pronounce it. We announce it. We proclaim it until victory is secured. Hallelujah. So do not let up. Amen. During this season of prayer, do not let up. You understand? The one who loved us when we were sinners <laughs> and gave up himself for us. He, you know what he said? He said, Tetelestai at the cross. He said, It is finished. That the Greek word is Tetelestai. Tetelestai is, um, is, a, is a commercial word, it's a, it's a business word, it's a, it's, it's a receipt. Tetelestai means that I've paid for it, it's paid for. I paid for it, and here I have got proof. I have the receipt. Hallelujah. So whatever you are battling with, whatever I'm battling with, it's already been paid for. It's already been paid for. And so we have to believe that it is, it is ours. You believe that it's yours. Even when you're praying, you believe it's yours. Hallelujah. This is how we are born again. How are we born again? Has anybody ever seen God? But we believe in him. <laughs> how? Through faith, we are born of him. We are born again through him by faith or through faith. And that faith, my friend, is our victory. Without faith, a Christian is a victim. Hallelujah. And we refuse to be victims. We want to be victors in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. This is what uh, John writes in John and First John chapter 5, verse 4. First John chapter 5, verse 4. He writes and says in the Amplified, the Amplified says for everyone, everyone means everyone, whether you are the bishop, whether you are the pope, whether you are the cleaner in the church, whether you are the usher, everyone, as long as you are born of God, you are victorious. Everyone born of God is victorious. Everyone born of God is victorious. Everyone born of God is victorious. Say, I am victorious because I am born of God. Say it. I am victorious. I am an overcomer because I am born of God, period. That's who you are. That is your identity. You are a victorious person. You are a victorious woman. You are a victor over sicknesses. You are a victor over death. You are a victor over every circumstance that the devil throws at you. You are a victor. You are an overcomer. Hallelujah. 
we overcome. We are not run down by issues. We overcome. Yes, the dust will rise, but after it has settled, we are still on top because we are victors. You are a victor, child of God. You are not a victim. You understand that? And he continues to, continue to say, this is the victory that has conquered. This is the victory that has conquered, that has overcome the world. This is the victory that has conquered. This is the victory that has overcome the world, which is which. Is which. Our continuing, our persistent faith in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Do you understand? Not this kind of faith that you have faith today on Monday and tomorrow you are, you are, you are, it's deflated. No. Your faith has got, you, you has got to be full all the time irrespective of what is facing you, irrespective of the mountains that you see, your faith has got to be full. It has got to be continuing. It has got to be persistent. Hallelujah. You've got to be consistent in your faith. Do you understand that child of God? If you are going to, that's it, that, is, that, is the vic, that is the power. That's the victory that conquers. That is the victory that overcomes not doubt, not part-time faith. Today you believe, tomorrow you don't believe. We are believers, period, because we live by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. The moment you begin to look by sight, you begin to sing. Jesus, uh, Paul, uh, rather Peter, is walking on the water with Jesus. The waters solidify. Faith is the substance that solidifies the waters under your feet. Faith is the substance that solidifies waters under your feet. The moment you begin to walk by sight, because the moment Peter began to walk by sight, he began to see uh, the, 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 the lightning. He began to see the waves. The moment he shifted his eyes from Jesus Christ, he began, the waters liquefied. <laughs> they became water again. Hallelujah. So people may walk on the same, sub, on the, on the same surface, but the surface under their feet will be different depending on their faith in God. Somebody will be sinking on the same waters that you are walking. And yet you are walking, not sinking because you have faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because you have faith. You understand that? Our faith is the foundation. Our faith is the bedrock. Our faith is the cornerstone of our Christianity. That is it, period. Persistent faith is what I'm talking about. Persistent faith. You, you, in Uganda, they say, Kulemerako. persistent faith. You pray, you, even when you're not getting the answers, you keep on believing. The reason most Christians give up is because when they, you, you expect to pray today and get the, the, the answer tomorrow. You know why? Because we are in this period, we are in this season of, uh, we are in this era, the microwave era where people want things done there and then. You want results there and then. That's not how things work. That's not how things work. And Jesus Christ teaches about this when he talks about the parable of uh, the widow, the persistent widow. In, um, we find that in Luke 18. In Luke 18, he teaches about prayer and faith. <laughs> he says men ought to pray always and don't and never give up then he begins to to to, uh, to 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 talk about this woman 
who, who used to come to the judge so that she gets justice. But this man would turn a deaf ear, would turn a deaf ear, uh, a deaf ear to her, but that did not stop this woman from coming. She kept coming, the Bible says she kept coming. Just like you keep coming every morning on this altar, just like you keep coming into your church, just like you keep coming into those programs of, of uh, wherever you, you, you worship at your, at your church, just as you keep serving God, because some people just give up. Just I think Pastor Masasi was, was, was praying against that spirit of giving up. Giving up. We do not give up, child of God. You do not give up. You're not, we don't give in. People who give in are not uh, uh, strong Christians. You will be overrun by the enemy. You will be the handwork of the enemy. He will walk all over you. You, know, you will be defined by his footprints. You understand this woman jesus christ this said this woman persisted until the man was stretched beyond you know uh, beyond his capacity and he said if i don't give in to this woman she's gonna drive him mad until he gave in and jesus christ finishes that portion of, of scripture asking when the son of man comes shall he find love no shall he find money no shall he find houses no he says shall he find faith Shall he find faith? Do, will you still have faith? Will I still have faith? That is the question. We have started a new year 2022, but by the end of, of, of the year, will you still have faith? Listen, child of God, effective prayer depends on faith, on persistent faith. Effective prayer depends on persistent faith. Effective prayer depends on persistent faith faith you've got to be persistent persistent you keep coming there are many who have given up on prayer there are many who have given up on uh, on on seeking the lord hallelujah there are many who have given up on uh, on service you have got to be if you've got to be persistent persistent rather persistent hallelujah persistent especially on a willingness to trust in God's faithfulness regarding his promises. The Bible says the promises of God are what? Are yes and amen. Yes and amen. We just say amen to them. Yes and amen. You understand? We believe we have got a willingness to trust in his faithfulness. God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. Then for us to believe in him and continue serving him and continue, you know, worshiping him, we need to be full of faith. Faith is necessary. Faith is essential. Faith is compulsory. Faith is required in order to approach God. <laughs> you understand? Prayer without faith will not amount to anything. Because prayer is approaching or drawing near to God. You cannot draw near to God with doubt. That's why the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse six, and without what? Faith. It is impossible. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. It is impossible. It cannot be possible. People who are, doubt, who are doubters, people who are, you know, like yo-yos, you know, swinging from one opinion to another, those ones, you cannot please God. And he says, why? He says, For whoever would draw near to God must 
believe. You must believe. It is a must. You must believe that he does what he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. You must believe it. You must be a believer. If you are approaching God, if you are praying, you must be a believer. Faith is the unessential. Pistis is the Greek word. That means strong confidence. You have to have strong confidence in God. Strong confidence in his word. Not the words of men, not the news, uh, like Pastor Masasi was leading us, not the news that you hear on the, on the media houses, not what you hear on social media. Most Christians are, are basing their, their lives today and their decisions today on what they, they, they hear on social media. Social media today is awash with uh, fake news, fake news. And we, we also begin to preach the fake news. Do you understand? Based on the fake news, what we are hearing, there's a lot, lots of things going on. Anybody today, anybody can publish anything. Anybody. As long as he has an internet access, he can publish anything. He can create content. But that content is not truth. Is not the truth. It's not true. We cannot, we cannot confidently rely on that. So in this season, as we continue, as by the way, the fake news is going to be even on the increase more and more. It's going to multiply like crazy. Do you understand? Because whenever there is there's something true, there's, 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 there's something false. There's a counterfeit. You understand? So our faith is a strong confidence and it's our strong reliance. It's our strong trust. It's our strong assurance on God. So whenever we approach him, we must approach him with confidence. You must approach him as someone in whom your confidence can be placed. Someone who is reliable. Someone who is faithful, not like your earthly father, not like your earthly mother. God bless them. We, we love our fathers, we love our mothers, but I do not trust them like God. I don't. I know they are here listening to me, but Papa and Mama, I don't trust you as God. No. You are conduits through whom I came, but I, my faith is in God. My, your faith should not be in that uncle of yours. <laughs> Some of us, I have got an uncle in high places. <laughs> the high places. What happens when, what will happen when the regime changes? Where will your faith be? Your faith cannot be in your MP. Members of parliament, and we know that most of, most of them, even here, they are corrupt. Members of parliament or the president. Oh, for me, I'm well connected. Where the prime minister, all those are sinking ground. Our faith is in God. Hallelujah. Faith is a state of believing. The state of believing on the basis of the reality of the one that is being trusted. On the basis of the reality, on the basis of the reliability of the one on whom you are trusting. You see, we put our trust in men who also are looking for trust somewhere. That's the problem. We put our faith in God. And as we pray, we pray with that confidence that when we pray, he hears. Hallelujah. Faith is a belief. It's a conviction of trust in God, of trust in God, in his surpassing ability to help us, in his surpassing ability to help us in our physical and spiritual distress. 
So wherever you are going through this morning, whether physical, whether spiritual, whether health-wise, put your trust in God, in his surpassing ability. Yes, the doctors are there. The doctors treat. My faith is not in doctors. I think we have seen that during these two past years, how doctors are scratching their heads trying to, to counter the pandemic, to counter this uh, uh, virus, something that cannot be seen with the physical eye. It has distorted the whole world. It has disorganized our way of life. Our way of life has been changed. I don't know whether it will come back to normal ever. Because every other day, there's a variant that is coming up. up. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, we refuse to put our trust in men. Because men are failing. Men will fail. Things of the world will fail. The things of the world will pass away. Hallelujah. The only reliable person is God. In our physical distress, in our spiritual struggles, he is the only one that can hold us together hallelujah so in ephesians chapter 3 paul is talking about the stewardship of grace that has been given to us you know how the mystery of christ which was made known to him by revelation has been given to us that we that that we who are gentiles you know are now fellow heirs with the jews members of the same body partakers of the promise of christ how is that possible it's not that's not by birth no that has been, pos been possible by faith. <laughs> there are people here in the UK who are not born here. Some of us were not born here. But today, guess what? <laughs> we are British. We hold the same passport, just like the person who was born here. Can you believe that? The same rights. A man who was born here, who has raised, who has lived here all his, his, his years, they are in their 90s. Somebody comes from Africa or wherever, in a few years they have got the same rights. That's how it is with, uh, with, with, with God. We have got the same rights. We are fellow heirs with Jews. We are members of the same body. We are partakers of the promise of God in, in Christ. How? By faith. Just ponder that. The manifold wisdom of God, his Sophia, intended that the church be made known, you know, uh, 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 the church make known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places, his faith, his power, his Sophia, his Sophia, his Sophia, which is according to that eternal promise that God gave, that can only be realized in faith through Jesus. In faith through Jesus. That's why whenever we pray, we pray in the name of Jesus, through the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It is in him, according to chapter 3 of Ephesians, verse 12, it is in him that we have the boldness. It is in Christ that we have the boldness, the boldness and access with, uh, coupled with our confidence through him in faith that we can re receive that which we want from him. Faith is the boldness. My son will just walk in here anytime with boldness and say, I want this. He's not going to come sheepishly. He will come with, because he has got that access and he has got that confidence in me that I'm able to provide that which he's, he's looking for. So he's not going to walk in dithering. No, he will come knowing he's going to get an answer. May I give, will I give him the answer there and then? Maybe not. 
But that does not mean that he will not come again. He will come again and again and again and again. By faith, believing that I am able to tackle his, his issue. And guess what? After some time, I will give him. I'll say, you know what? <laughs> this guy is becoming too much. He's becoming too much. In Ephesians, in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14, this he says, this is what he says. This is why our faith is necessary. This, you see, this, this, let's read that portion of scripture. Ephesians chapter 3. Hmm. Open your Bible to Ephesians chapter 3 if you can. If you can find it. Our faith is necessary. Faith is necessary. Without faith, you cannot please God. Without faith, you cannot accomplish anything. Without faith, you cannot attain anything in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. Ephesians, where are you? Ephesians chapter 3. And we are reading from verse 14. Hallelujah. He says, for this cause, I bow my knees. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in your inner man. Faith is inner strength, by the way. Hallelujah. In verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts. How? By faith. He may dwell in your hearts by faith. I have faith that Christ dwells in me. You must have faith that Christ dwells in you. You must have faith. Hallelujah. That Christ does what? Dwells in you. That you are, that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the sense what is the breadth and the length and the depth of and height and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that he may be filled with all the fullness of God with all the fullness of God now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to that power that worketh in us he is able to do exceedingly. I normally say that that power in us is the faith. Faith. He will work according to the power, according to the measure of faith that you have. <laughs> Your measure of faith is what will determine what you get. You understand? That's why I say we can walk in the same, on the same surface, but the, the results may be, will be different depending on faith, depending on how much faith is in you. Hallelujah. If you believe you can walk on water, you will walk on water. But if you begin to look around and see the elements, you will sink. Yet you are walking on the same surface. You understand? That is why it is necessary. Faith is necessary. Because with the faith, my friend, you can approach God with boldness. Knowing that, knowing, 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 without doubting, knowing. You approach him with what? With boldness. We get into prayer with boldness. You go into your prayer closet with boldness, knowing, with the knowledge, with the knowledge, with the epignosis that he is more than able to accomplish anything that you are asking for. Do you understand? If you don't have that knowledge, then don't waste your time prayer in prayer. 
we come to him as the, not, not as the last resort. No, he's our only resort. He's our only resort. Because the moment we come to him, he will begin to, to, to command a chain of events around our lives, through people, through situations, because he is more than able. He's more than able, my friend. You have got to approach him with that knowledge. You have got to know it. You've got to know. That one has got to be a guarantee. By now, you ought to know that he is more than able. <laughs> you understand? You've got to be fully persuaded that he's able to accomplish not something, anything. Anything. That's why the Bible, uh, the, the angels asked um, uh, Sarah after she had laughed in Genesis chapter 18. She has just fed them. They are, they are full and they are, they are prophesying and saying to Abraham, by this time, you, 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 next year, you, this season, your wife will have a child. And she's laughing because it was humanly impossible for her to have a child. And what right now what we're talking about are things that are humanly impossible. Because the things that are humanly impossible, you don't need faith for. You don't just wake up in the morning and begin to ask, you go into wardrobe and begin to ask, Holy Spirit, can you help me? You know, put this dress on me. Can you help me put on these shoes on me? You have you, those things you can do for yourself. Or get in the car and say, Holy Spirit, drive this car. Those things you can do, for, the things that you can do for yourself, we don't need faith for. The things we are talking about are things that are humanly impossible. And this is where we, we, we begin to believe of faith as Christians. We believe of faith and begin to, you know, faith, faith, faithful things that we can do. I'm talking about the impossible. This, I, I hope we are praying for the impossible this, during these 40, 40 days. The impossible. Where the doctors have said you cannot be healed. That's what we're talking about. Do you understand? We have testified here again and again about our children here. Many years, about 28 years, when the doctors they go, when the doctors said we could, we could never have ch children because um, uh, Apostle Jess was cancerous in her uterus. They said it's impossible. Those were the pronouncements of the doctor. I don't, doc doctors. I don't know what they have told you is impossible. But we refused that. I said, no. That is, that with our God, it is possible. The angel asks Sarah, says, is anything too hard for God? Is anything too hard? There's nothing. Nothing is impossible. So we approach him with that mentality. We approach him with that knowledge. So during this time of prayer, approach the throne of God with that knowledge. Knowing that he is able to move that mountain, whatever it is. If it has a name, hmm, there is a name that's above it. And that's the name of God. Do you understand? So do not, let us not cheapen our God. He is more than able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above everything we can even ever imagine. When you look at how advanced technology is, when you look at how man has, has, uh, has, 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 uh, has, has you know, created stuff, things that are beyond, you know, uh, comprehension, you look at an aircraft which carries about 500 people with their, together with their luggage, you know, and you begin to ask yourself how it is floating, how it is, you know, in, 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 the, in the air. I know that the laws of the aerodynamics and all that, but all, all the same, you wonder how, the, how, how, how man came to do that. 
And he's saying, with that knowledge, the knowledge of God, where, where that knowledge of man stops, that's where the knowledge of God you know, <laughs> begins. So approach him with that kind of faith, child of God. Do you understand? Faith is spiritual strength. Faith is spiritual strength. Faith is spiritual strength. A Christian who does not have faith is spiritually weak. If you don't have faith, you are spiritually weak. You understand? Faith is spiritual strength. And doubt is spiritual weakness. So this season, we are going to be praying, Lord, strengthen our faith. That's why the disciples said and said, Lord, increase our faith. Increase my faith. Your faith has got to be increasing day in, day out. Hallelujah. Because by faith, you draw near to God, fully persuaded, fully persuaded with a guarantee, with assurance that he will deliver you. That is how he wants you to approach him during this season going forward. Approach him, draw near to him. That's why he says without faith, it is impossible to please God. And whoever must draw near to him must not draw near to him with a strong confidence, with a strong trust, being fully persuaded about his abilities. Where you are incapable, he is more than capable. Where men are incapable, he is more than capable. Approach him with strong confidence. Without that, we can't please him. We can't bring a delight to him. And you know what? Once you want to get something from somebody, what do you, what, what do, you do? You want to please him. You want to please him. You, want to, you know, when, when a king is, is, uh, is, is happy, he begins to, to, to dish out stuff. Hallelujah. Oh, he gives cows. He gives gold and whatever. So even as the moment we please God, he releases. And how do we please him? By faith. By faith. Please God by faith. Bring a delight to him by believing in him. Believing that he can do that, what, that thing that you are praying for. He can heal you, my friend. He can deliver that child of yours. Hallelujah. He can get you out of debt. He can do it. And he will do it. He is able to do it. Hallelujah. He is able to do it. As long as you accept him. As long as you believe in him. Here, we are talking about continued faith. Continued faith. Continued faith. Continued faith. Whether he comes through for you or not, you've got to believe in him. The reason most Christians give up is because, oh, I prayed last year for this and he did not come through for me. Not so for me, I have given up. That is not faith. That is lottery. You are, you are playing lottery. We do not play lottery with God. <laughs> if we have faith in him, whether he comes through for us or not, we still believe. Our faith in him is not determined by the fact that he has only delivered. If, even if he has not delivered, we keep, we, keep, we keep believing in him. Even if he does not deliver, we continue to believe that he is abundantly able to, to, to deliver. Whether he comes through or not does not change the fact that he is God. That does not change the fact that he's God. Let me tell you, whether you believe him or not, that does not change the fact that he's God. It's up to you if you doubt him, the people who continue believing him will receive. The three Hebrew boys in Daniel chapter 3, they had faith in God that he was able to deliver them 
from any form of torture of Nebuchadnezzar's world. Whatever he would inflict on them, they were, they were, they were persuaded. So unlike all the others, they refused to bow down to and worship this image. You know the story that he had made. And he gave them one more chance. So if they refused to cave in, he would cast them in the midst of a burning fiery furnace. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in, and, um, and, and, um, uh, in, in verse 16 of chapter uh, 3 uh, uh, in Daniel. He cast them into the fire. Hallelujah. So verse 16 says, Shadrach, uh, Meshach, and Abednego answered him and said, O king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. <laughs> in other words, this is not up for debate. There are matters that should not be up for debate. There are things that should not be up for debate. Why? Because you know that your God is able to rescue you. Hallelujah. In verse 17, it says, if this is the case, our God, our God, whom we serve. By the way, these, these kinds of scriptures are, are for people who serve God. <laughs> Where will you, what will you use if you are not, if you are not been serving him? This is, the God that we serve is the one that is able to deliver us from this burning furnace. This is for people who have been before him, by the people who have had a relationship with him. <laughs> Our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. That's what they said. And he will deliver us from your hand. These are their pronouncements. That's faith speaking. Doubt will say, oh my God, we are finished. We better bow down for, for, before this image. Oh my God, this king has finished us. We are finished. We, and we have got that, that saying, I'm finished. You keep saying you are finished, you will be finished. Your pronouncements matter. What you speak matter. They said the God in whom, the God in whom, uh, whom we serve, he is able. Navasa, asobora. <laughs> he is able to deliver us from this burning fiery, uh, fiery furnace. I don't know what fiery furnace you are going through this morning. And the Bible says that this furnace had been heated the seven, seven times the usual. Seven times the usual. The devil had turned up the dale. He had turned up the heat. For some of us, the heat has turned, you, know, you say even 2021 was not like this, and the pain has gone, the, the, the threshold has, has, has been increased. Let him turn the dial up, however much he wants. But you and I must be able to look him in the face and say, you know what, turn it up the more, turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it up the more you want. But my God whom I serve, the God before whom I stand, he's able to heal me. He's able to deliver me. He's able to heal my child. He's able to save my husband. That is the faith that you have. As you are praying for him, if he has been drinking seven bottles of, of, of beer, whatever it is, now he's drinking 10, 10, beer, 10 bottles and say, oh my God, it's, it's, it's become worse. That does not change anything. My husband who has been prom promiscuous, now he has 10 wives. That does not change anything. My pain has now, now the, the doctor says, has now spread. That does not change anything. It is him, the devil, turning up the heat. Do you understand? He's just turning up the heat. But that heat does not change anything. It does not change the fact that God is able to deliver you. 
it doesn't change anything. Do you understand what I'm saying? This boy said, you have turned it up, yeah? But we have got faith in him. That's why we're not going to even bow to that image of yours. He will deliver us, he said. He will deliver us from the furnace and he will deliver us from where? From, the, from your hand. Hallelujah, from your hand. And they said, but, but, but let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods. <laughs> These boys. Nor will we worship the gold image which, which you have set up. And they said that he will deliver us. Even if he doesn't, we will still not what? Bow down to it. And the Bible says that have, even the guys who, cast, who are casting them into the fire were consumed. Let me tell you, there are things that have been plotting against you to put, to put you in the fire, to burn you up, to destroy you. They will not succeed. They will not succeed. The other day we had uh, Apostle Moses was meant to, to teach today, you know. But on Friday, he had the fire in the house. His, his house almost caught fire and uh, it caught some fire. He almost died in that house with his daughter. You know. But that does not negate the fact that our God, you know, is able to deliver him. The devil was turning up the heat. The devil was turning up the heat in his life. Maybe thinking that he will be, you know, diverted and, uh, and, and, uh, and weakened. He will turn up the heat during this season. That's what I was telling people on Friday. We need to enter this year with the mindset of a fighter. It's not going to be plain sailing. It, ne it never has be ever, ever. With a Christian, if it, if, it is, if it is plain sailing with you, then there's a problem. You need to check. You are in his camp. As long as you're not in his camp, he will fight. That's why the Bible says that we need to prepare our minds for action. Prepare yourself for action. We know Prepare for battle, my friend. These boys were prepared for battle. Oh, king, we will not bow before your gods. They had faith, my friend, in God before the image was made. Before the image was made, they had faith. Before the decree was made, they had faith. Did you notice that? They continued to have faith even in the face of danger, knowing that their God was able to deliver them. In the face of danger, in the face of pain, I will still have faith. Even when the, the heat is being turned up, I will still believe in him. Hallelujah. Even if God decided not to come through for them, they had already made up their mind. They still had faith. <laughs> now, for some of us, when he, when he does not come through for us, we give up. This God, these things of God, they don't work. These things the pastors are telling us don't work. <laughs> Listen, that does not change God, whether he comes or not. Our faith, my faith is not predicated on him coming. No. Did you hear that? My faith is not predicated on him coming. My faith in him is, I believe that he is God, period. And that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly everything uh, above everything I ask or think, period. Whether he does it or not, I still believe. So for you, if you are still there, you know, it, 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 uh, testing the waters and you, and you believe to, and, you, and you expect to receive results from him in prayer, you are joking. You are joking. God is not lottery. Do you understand? You believe him even when he does not come through for you. They believed him before the edict. They believed him before the image. They believed him even in the fire. 
And that's why the Bible says that, you know, the king looked and said, how many people did we put in the fire? And the guys around him must have asked, are you crazy? You can't even count one, two, three. He says, no. He says, I'd see four people there. And the fourth one is like the son of God. This is the king testifying. <laughs> what was this? The son of God is, will always be in the fire for those who believe in him. You will always find him in the fire. The fire will not consume it. The devil is going to, that's why the Bible says it's our heritage as children of God. Any, no uh, weapon fashioned against us shall prosper. He did not say it shall not, it shall not be fashioned. It will be fashioned. Even this right now, as we speak, as we are on this altar, the devil is sharpening some tools. He's sharpening some weapons to inflict damage on you, to, inf to, inf to deflate your, your faith. That is his goal, to deflate your faith. But in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, we refuse that. Say, I will not be deflated. I will believe God. I will believe him. Whether he comes through for me, I will yet believe him. In the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, because this is my heritage that no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. In the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, he said, I am his judge and his beauty building this church upon the rock and all the weapons of the enemy shall not prevail. The gates of hell shall not prevail. Death shall not prevail. Sickness shall not prevail. In the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. That's how you pray. And when he comes and keeps hitting on kind of this kind of woman and this kind of man who is not moved, he says, what am I doing here? He will just move away. <laughs> he will flee. Resist him in a prayer and he will flee. Resistance, resistance, do you understand? Resistance is consistent refusal to give in, consistent refusal to doubt God, you resist him. That's what Jesus Christ gave us an example in Matthew chapter four, as he was being tempted, he resisted the, the, the fool. And the fool, the Bible says he had to leave him until an opportune time, he leaves. There are times when he leaves, he said, eh, Pastor Ruben is too much for me today. He will leave. And you will have months of, 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 uh, of, of, of happiness. Then he will come again. But once he finds you still strong, he will leave again. Do you understand? He will not build a nest on your head. They say you can, you can, you can, you can, you can, you know, you, 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 can, you, can, you cannot avoid birds flying over your head. But one thing you can for surely do is stop them from making a nest on your head. Do you understand? Faith is, you know, that's what the Bible tells us. Abraham, as he's doing, as, as he has just cut, you know, uh, in, in, in Genesis, I think 15, you know, he has just cut this, uh, uh, the, 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 uh, the covenant, you know, he has just cut the, 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 the birds and the animals in, 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 in halves, and he's waiting for God to come and walk through them to, to consummate that, that, that covenant. And the Bible says that the, the vultures and the eagles, they, they were flying over, trying to take the sacrifice, but he was fighting them. He kept fending them off. Get out, get out. You will not take anything. That's what we should do. That is faith. Faith is you keep fighting those birds. No bird should lay a nest of doubt in your, on your head. I said, no birds of the, of the devil 
I mean, do you know what I mean? Should lay nests of, of doubt in your mind, ever. No matter how bleak the situation is, never. Keep on believing. That's why Paul says, I have fought the, food, the, the good fight until the end. He kept the faith up until the end. This is a man in chains. It's a man in prison. If it was some other person, he said, God, how can I be your servant? How can I have written these letters and I'm bound like this? How can I die like this? He would have given up. This is not God. Let me go back and into, uh, into persecuting the church. He would have called the guys and said, you know what? I, I renounce my, my Christianity. He said, no, I will keep the faith. No matter the chains, no matter the, 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 the punishment, no matter what the devil, what he throws at me, I will still keep believing him. So these Hebrew boys, they refused to bow down before this image. They said, we will still, we are going to keep on serving our God. We are going to keep on worshiping him. Would you? The question is, would you do that? If you were in that situation, would you? See, faith is necessary in order for you to receive benefits from God. Faith is necessary. For a human being to keep alive, you know, oxygen is necessary. Air is necessary. So for a Christian to keep alive, faith is necessary. Without faith, a Christian is dead. You cannot receive benefits from God. Mark chapter 6, verse 5 to 6. Jesus Christ said, he could, he, the Bible says, Jesus could not do mighty works in Nazareth. He couldn't do mighty works in Nazareth. Why? Because of familiarity. People did not believe in him. They could not receive he could not do mighty works there. Do you understand? Except that he laid his hands on a few sick people here and there and healed them. And they marveled because of their unbelief. But he, what did he do? He went among other villages teaching and doing mighty works more than he could have done in Nazareth. People with no faith in God will never experience his mighty works. You cannot experience God if you do not have faith in him. And I'm talking about mighty works. They are works, and then they are mighty works. Hey. This year, I want to experience mighty works. I don't know about you. In the name of, say, say, say after me, in the name of Jesus, this year, I must experience mighty works in the name of Jesus. Therefore, increase my faith. Increase my faith. Hallelujah. Instead of pleasing him, all these guys, people, all, all these guys did were just wonder. They were just marvel. You see, <laughs> if you have no faith in Christ, all you will do is wonder at what he's doing in other people's lives. Yet he would have done it in your life if you had faith. <laughs> God is good. Oh my God. He has done that in that, in that life. What about you? All you will do is just wonder. And, and, and marvel in, in, in unbelief. At times, in, 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 you know, in, with, with, with incredulity, skepticism. Is that, was it God, though? Was it God? Some people, somebody walked, and you are still saying, was it God? Somebody's eyes were, 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 were ears were unstopped. I said, ah, you can't do that. Instead of being un, unable to believe. And that is in Christians, by the way. See, that's why we must pray with faith. That's why we must approach him with faith. That at all times, without doubt, 
free of you know free of of of, uh, of skepticism remember that you are his child my friend let us draw near hebrews chapter 10 verse 12 22 rather hebrews chapter 10 verse 22 let us draw near with a, a true heart in full assurance in full assurance let us draw near draw near draw nigh with a true heart with the full assurance of faith with full assurance of faith not half not a quarter not three-eighths but full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled he says clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with the pure water we draw with a heart full of assurance of faith drawing near to him prayer is drawing near to him drawing near to him knowing that he will see you will see he will see he will see his righteousness in you you draw near to him knowing that he will see his righteousness in you through jesus christ some of us approach him you know oh i'm just a sinner i'm just i'm finished you approach him as i told you my son walks in here as a child because he knows he's a child my daughter will walk in as a child i want i want this <laughs> Because the moment I see them, I will see, I will see my son, and I will see my daughter in them. So with that mind, my friend, you can pray effectively and fervently. With that mind, you can pray effectively and fervently. So that James chapter 5, verse 16 to 18 may, may come true. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man. So you are approaching God with the faith that you are righteous in him. His right because our righteousness is as filthy rugs. We approach him in his righteousness with the faith that you are that you are righteous in his sight. That's why I said the effect effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Elijah, the Bible says, was a man with a nature like ours. He prayed fervently that it may not rain, and for three and six uh, three years and uh, and six months it did not rain on earth. Do you understand? He had prayed that in First Kings chapter seventeen, verse one. The Bible says, "As it says, as the as the Lord lives, the God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall be no dew, no rain, according except at my word." What kind of faith is that? He didn't say according to God. He said, "Except at my word." Are you able to do that? Am I able to do that? Then he prayed, and heaven gave rain. After some time, he had the key. He came and announced, he locked the heavens and put the key in his back pocket and walked away. You see, that's why the church today is not as effective as it should be. If we stood and prayed with faith like crazy, you know, this pandemic would go. We can, we, we, somebody can say, I, I closed this pandemic right now. It shall, it shall not rage on no more variants in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Are we able to do that? Faith, my friend, is necessary for effective prayer. That's why Jesus Christ, Christ he, teaches the, he teaches his disciples. Remember, as I finish, he teaches his disciples when he cast the fig tree. The fig tree was not, he didn't cast the fig tree for the sake of, of, of casting the, 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 the fig tree. It was, a, it was a lesson. He was teaching them a lesson. He was teaching us a lesson. You'll find that in Matthew 21. So in verse 19 of, of Matthew 21, the Bible says, and seeing a fig tree, because he had cast it, you know that story. So the next day as they were going, 
the Bible says, and seeing the fig tree by the wayside, he went to eat and found nothing on it, only leaves. He didn't find anything but only leaves. And he said to it, may no fruit ever come from you again. May no fruit ever come <laughs> from you again. And the Bible says, and the fig tree withered at once. At once, there and then, the disciples were mesmerized. How did it wither at once? They were asking themselves. So Jesus Christ tells them in Matthew chapter 21, verse 22, 21 to 22, says, truly, I say to you, truly, I say to you, if you have faith, if you have faith and do not doubt. Now this is, we need to take these things literally because at times we read these scriptures as stories. We need to pray like Jesus. We need to speak like Jesus. We need to, to use that authority because he gave us that authority. I give you authority to trample over serpents and scorpions. Whatever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. This, that's how we pray. We pray the word to him. You said whatever I bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Now I am binding. We are binding COVID-19. We are binding every sickness. We, are, we bind. It says, truly I say to you, if you, if you have faith, and do not what? Doubt. What will happen? You will not only be able to do what has been done to that fig tree, he's saying, but even you will say, because the fig tree is in comparison to what you are able to do, you know, it's just small. He says, you'll be able to say to these mountains, he speaks about mountain. A mountain is a figure of something that is immovable. But he's saying even the immovable with the faith, it will be moved. Faith moves the immovable. It is a faith that moves the immovable. It is a faith that moves the immovable. It is a faith that changes the unchangeable. It is a faith that heals the unhealables. What man says cannot be healed, terminal, terminal diseases, all these things, they are there, we know them, but we have got to have faith until the end. Will he heal everybody? I, that's, that's not my prerogative. My duty is to pray according to his word, to pray with faith. Do you understand? I have got, uh, I think uh, we've got, um, uh, see Dr. Dr. Joseph Serwada is the one who says, whenever he goes to every funeral, he will always point a finger and say, arise. <laughs> you know, who knows one day to eat, <laughs> one body will come out of the coffin. So if you have faith, hmm, you not only do what has been done to this fig tree, no, you will do more. You say, be taken into the sea, thrown into the sea. And he says, it will happen. He says, what? It will happen. It will happen. Now, these are the things when we, when we approach him, we need to be telling him. That's, that's what you said. And verse 22, he says, and whatever you ask in a prayer, you will receive it if you have faith. You receive it if you have faith. You receive if, if you have faith. That was the lesson on faith. Believe believing in the surpassing potency of the one to whom you are praying believing in your heart that it will happen that which you are praying for will happen do you understand somebody once said if in a prayer it better uh, it is better to have a heart without words than words without a heart i think that will suffice for today it is better to have you know <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A heart with words. 
Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. But let him ask in faith without doubting. For one who doubts is like a one is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Why? Because he is double-minded and is unstable in his ways. As we bring this to a close. This morning, how much faith is in your faith tank? As you continue to pray and believe, I don't know what you're believing for uh, God for during these days of, uh, of prayer. I don't know what you're believing God for during this year. But let me tell you, the only way you're going, you're going to get, the only currency that is going to get it into your, into your bosom, into your hands is faith. So you better work on getting faith, work on acquiring faith. What you, what you need is not more money. You need more faith. You understand that? We need more faith. So we're going to be mixing our prayers with faith. The Bible speaks about the, the, the children of Israel who did not receive results from the preaching of the word. And it says because they did not mix their, you know, their, their hearing with faith. Faith is a very powerful ingredient for you, my friend. Close those eyes wherever you are. And say, Lord, increase my faith. Lord, increase my faith. Increase my faith. Father, I, I, I repent where I have been doubtful, where I have doubted your word, where I have not stood on your word, where I have looked, where I have looked at the storms, where I have looked at the lightning. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, we repent where we have not believed on your word. And King of Kings going forward, Father, we are praying that we will increase our faith in, in you, increase our faith in your word, that we will approach your throne room with faith, my King of Kings, because we know that all the people that you healed in the Bible, you said it is your faith that has healed you. It is your faith that has healed the woman with the issue of blood. You told her it is your faith that has made you whole. May our faith make us whole in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son, the living God. Is somebody on this line? They had almost given up. They were doubting your word. They were doubting your your potency. My Father, my Creator, may you increase their faith in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, that they may believe in you, that they may believe in your word in the name of Jesus Christ, because we know that's the only currency through which we will receive our answers. And we ask all this through the mighty name of Lord Jesus Christ and Savior. And somebody shouts amen and amen and amen. Go be a man of faith. Go be a woman of faith as we continue to pray in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for listening to this sermon. And I know you've been blessed. For more information about Shiloh Tabernacle and other sermons, please visit our website www.shiloh.org.uk And don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Shiloh LDN. Once again, that's at Shiloh LDN. You've been listening to Shiloh Tabernacle London, changing lives, building dreams. Until next time, God bless.